The Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, episode 21, entitled Three Simple Steps to Segment Your Email List and Increase Your Sales. Welcome to the Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler the show that helps you build a life-giving personal brand and business. I believe the chaos and confusion around branding, marketing, and business strategy leads to burnt-out leaders, underperforming businesses, and life-draining brands. The best way forward is to connect your branding, marketing, and business strategy together so you can become a better leader, build a stronger business, and bless the customers you serve. Welcome to today's episode. This is the first in a series I'll be sprinkling throughout. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll put these uh, every once in a while. I'll drop one of these episodes. I'm not sure what to call this series yet, but essentially we're just going to cut to the chase. This is going to be very practical. So we're going to bypass all the theory and just go straight to, hey, here's something that you can do today. It may be around the idea of, of you know, how to go set this thing up. It's usually going to be a super practical how to go, you, something you can go take action on right now. It'll have to do with your marketing or your branding. It may be, you know, fall under like software or productivity. Bottom line, super fast. You can go do this right now today. So we'll figure out what to call this segment at some point in the future or these episodes that will drop like this. But for now, I know that's what we're going to jump into in today's episode. And today we're going to start around the area of your email list. And I'm going to show you how easy it is to put a system in place in three simple steps that you can start to segment your email list. You'll know why you need to do that by the end of this episode. And I'll show you that three really simple three-step process about how you can begin to start segmenting your email list so you know, you know, you've got groups, your subscribers in different groups and how to use that. So let's dive in. I'm super excited to show you how easy it is to do this. This is probably going to blow your mind how simple this is. Back in the late... I would bet it's probably 2007, 8, right before 2010, somewhere in there, somewhere when DSLR digital, you know, cameras and uh, the, the fact that you could get a DSLR, which was a higher end camera, but now is in digital format. That was the first step to really help photography take off for just normal, regular people, non-professionals someone who's a hobbyist or something like that could get one of these cameras and go after, you know, some some quality of pictures and get into photography because now there was no film. You didn't have to go learn on the job and then go get film, you know, pay to get film processed. And right, you can take as many digital pictures as you want. It was a huge craze. It was before, you know, really iPhones came out. So you couldn't take a picture on your phone. If you wanted to take a really good picture, you could now go get one of these cameras. 
It was a big deal. I, I got into it. And there was one guy who used to work, I believe he was associated with Adobe. He may have officially been with Adobe, but I'll never forget this book. He actually ended up coming out with at least two, maybe maybe more than that, maybe three. And he was also a professional photographer. So he's like a you know, Adobe Photoshop guru and a professional photographer. And so he wrote a series of books and the whole premise or pitch, the way they pitched these books was, hey, I'm a professional photographer. This is a book. If you have one of these DSLR cameras, the approach that that the book is taking is this is like you following. I'm a professional photographer. You're just going to follow me around on the job. So when I go out and do a really cool, you know, photo shoot of maybe some scenery in a really cool location, this is you coming with me. I'm going to tell you what to bring, you know, what lens to put on your camera, how to set your f-stop, um, you know, put it on tripod and click you know, click the shutter. And I'm not going to get into all the theory about why that f-stop and why this lens or which lens is better than that. It's literally like, I'm going to cut through all of that. I'm just going to tell you, put your camera here, put this equipment on it, set your settings to this and click the button. It was really, really fascinating because it it was like really short. I think it was divided up into, if you want to take portraits, here's what you need to do. If you want to take landscape photography, here's what you need to do. And every kind of mini little lesson was just that super quick, practical, do this, do this, do this, and you're done. And literally like almost no theory, no practical. So that's what gave me this, uh, that's what gave me this idea to, hey, Every once in a while, we're going to do a podcast episode where we just skip right to, hey, throw this lens on your camera, point it right there, click it right now. Trust me, you know, everything else is set up. Set your IS, set your speed to this, set your f-stop to this, and trust me, the rest of it will will take care of itself. Don't worry about why, just, just do it. So that's kind of the, the genesis of the background of how I got this idea to do whatever we're going to end up calling this series. So that's the quick backstory. Now let's jump in. I want to show you three simple steps to segment your email list so that you can increase sales. So if you don't already know this, just you can go do a Google search on this. Email and email marketing is still the most effective ways to to sell, right? You build an email list and then you sell to that email list. It's still more effective in general than like social media and other platforms. Email still wins the day. So you can go look that up and you'll see the data that backs that up and and proves that. So email is still the most effective marketing and sales platform. It's really, really powerful even in 2020. Okay. So that's why Hey, if we can learn how to segment this email list, it's going to increase your sales. So just to make sure we're all on the same page, segment your list. What is segmentation? Well, segmentation is when you take your email list. Let's say you had 100 people on your email list. Okay. If segmentation is rather than just dumping all of those subscribers into one bucket, is there any way we can sort them, segment them, filter them out? 
And here's just one quick stat. Segmented and targeted emails generate 58% of all revenue. I'll put a link to that study in the show notes if you want to go check that out. The point being, well, why would you want three simple steps to segment your email list? Because a segmented email list is a way to increase sales. So if you had an email list of 100 people and you started sending marketing emails to them, what this, what the data shows is if that email list is segmented rather than sending one email to all 100 subscribers or all 1,000 or 10,000 subscribers, regardless of how big your list is, if you segment that down, so you're talking to smaller subsets of peoples uh, within that list that are that are grouped and segmented, uh, segmented, then your the research shows sales increase. Because it feels to your audience like you're talking more directly to them. Let me give you a couple of really quick examples of uh, that'll be really easy to see. Well, why would sales go up? If I have an email list, if they're on my email list because they like me, you know, can I just send them out some some marketing emails or, you know, launch something on my email list and they'll buy it? Yes, you can. But the research shows time and again that the more you, the better you segment it segment your list, the more uh, you can increase sales. So let me give you two quick examples. Let's say you're a copywriter and you have a copywriting course and you send an email out to your list and kind of the promise that you throw out there is, hey, kick off your copywriting career and get your first paying job in 90 days, right? So you're like, take my course and kick off your copywriting career and you can get your first paying job in 90 days. But let's say on your email list, some of your subscribers are interested in copywriting. Yes, because they are considering Hey, could I make money off of this? Could I make a career out of this? But there are other people on your email list, let's say, for example, that like run a brick and mortar business. And somehow they came on your list because at some point in time, somewhere along the way, you shared like five common copywriting mistakes costing local businesses thousands of dollars each year. And and so that person, you know, those people wound up on your list and now they get an email to you because you just said, hey, send this to my entire list kick off your copywriting career and get your first paying job in 90 days. Now they may be going, well, I run a brick and mortar business. I'm not, I don't want to start a copywriting career. So that did not help them at all. Secondly, if there's something about that course that would help a brick and mortar business owner, like, hey, if you knew some of these copywriting skills, you could sell more products. Then this didn't connect that idea with them at all. Right. So a non-segmented list, you just had some of your list get that email and they're scratching their head going, well, that doesn't relate to me. A second quick example, let's say you're a coach and you do like performance coaching um, to, to help, you know, business leaders perform better. And you have a mindset coaching program that helps C level leaders rekindle their passion for work, right? So it's really at helping some C-level folks who have, you know, they're really, really successful, but they're kind of getting burned out because like, hey, I'm just on autopilot. I'm so good at this. I've kind of lost my passion for why I'm doing this. And, And you send that out to your list, but on your list, you also have some folks on your email list that, you know, just work in a cubicle. They're not a C-level. You've got some mid-management people. And they again, they get that email and it's mindset coaching to help C-level leaders. And they're like, well, I'm not 
a C-level leader, you know, that's what I'm aspiring to be. That's one of the reasons I got on your list is because you said, here's how C-level leaders think. And that, that, uh, I thought that would help me. And I jumped on your list and now I'm getting this and I'm confused because I'm not that. So hopefully you can see from those real quick examples like, oh, yeah, having a segmented list would have made a real difference in both of those examples. Okay, so the goal of this is you don't want to individually go segment your your email list like you want them to self segment. So in other words, when someone hops on your list, ideally, they would tell you a little bit more about themselves so that you know who they are. Okay, so here are the three simple steps. This this is what you can do starting today with your email list. You just need to set up three these three simple steps. Step number one, you need to determine your bug met, uh, buckets or what you're going to segment around. You need to t- determine your buckets. Usually, the simplest place to start is by customer type, if you have different types of customers. So like, for example, on my email list, I would have a very wide variety of folks. Some folks on there are going to be business leaders that have a business or brick and mortar business. I've got some personal brands and entrepreneurs on there. I've got some typical corporate folks that would be on that email list. I've got some nonprofit folks on that email list. I've got faith-based nonprofit subscribers. I've got uh, some pastors and missionaries that are on that email list. It's a pretty wide swath of folks that are on that email list. So you can, step number one, you need to determine what simple bucket do I want to start with? And you can usually do that by customer type or maybe by pain or problem type. Like uh, I help people with their website. I help people with their branding and I help people with their, you know, email marketing or something like that. You could segment them that way by their pain. Hey, do you need help with your website? Do you need help, uh, you know, with your, with setting up your email list or your email marketing, or do you need help with you know, a a third thing that your business does. So most likely that's the easiest place to start, customer type or pain or problem type that you help somebody with. And you can get fancy and start combining all of those. But to keep this simple, step number one, determine your segment bucket. Okay, so if you're going to do that by customer type, then you just want to jot those down and you don't want that to be a huge long list because you're going to ask your subscribers to self-segment, to say, oh, I am a personal brand or entrepreneur or solopreneur. I'm not a corporate business person. So you don't want that list to be like 30 different options. You probably want that five or less, okay? Step number two, you want to create a, what I just kind of call a feedback landing page off of your website. And this is the page that, when you're going to when your subscriber self selects self segments and says uh, i'm a business owner then you know i'm a small business owner i run a small business that link in the email needs to go to some sort of page and the way i do that is i create one single simple landing page off my site so for example mine is at robbyf.com forward slash feedback. 
and it just says, you know, thanks for your feedback. It's just a really simple landing page. In order for most of your email marketing clients to kind of track that link, when someone clicks on this link, do this with them, that link actually has to be a real link that goes somewhere, right? So it's got to go somewhere. So in software like email marketing software like ConvertKit, they've got a, a landing page you can use, a static landing page. It just does it's not branded as you, and it's really, really generic. So step number two, you're just going to create a landing page and you're just going to use this page over and over and over again when I give you the third step because it's going to like blow your mind. Here's a tip for that landing page. You probably want to think, you know, say thank you because this person just took action in an email based on you requesting some information from them. Include here's a tip include some sort of like benefit or win for the subscriber on that landing page. I usually just put this in the main heading of the landing page. Like my landing page is usually background picture, and there's just a short message that says something along the lines of, Thanks so much for your feedback. This helps do this for you, right? That's the benefit of the win for the, so you're not just saying thanks. Thanks for your feedback. You could do that. I like to go the extra step and say, thanks for your feedback. It helps, essentially it helps me serve you this way, right? It helps me help you better. It helps ensure you get fill in the blank, only the help you need, the exact help you need, something along those lines. Okay. So step one, Determine your buckets. How do you want to segment? Most common is by customer type. Step two, just create a simple landing page, whatever platform you're on. If you're on a WordPress site, a Squarespace site, any other custom site, you're just going to create a landing page. Mine, to keep mine simple, is, you know, where is it URL-wise forward slash feedback. So that way I don't have to go, oh, man, I know I created that landing page. Goodness, what was the URL for that? What was the address? I can't remember. It's just forward slash feedback. Step number three, you're going to place a survey type question in your email. So you would say, hey, thanks so much for, you know, joining my list or downloading my, you know, if you had a lead magnet, downloading my five ways to save blah, 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 blah. Uh, Help me know a little bit more about how to help you. Are you a, again, personal brand, corporate business, whatever your three or four or five options are, no more than five, because that starts to feel overwhelming. Each of those is a link. So, you know, if they if they click on personal brand, that's a link. I usually put those like in bullets. So they'd see, let's say, three different bullets. Are you a personal business? Are you a personal brand or personal business? Are you a small business? Are you a, you know, medium to large size company? Let's say those are my three options. Personal business, like solopreneur, entrepreneur. Uh, small business or medium to large size business. Let's say those are my three options. Each of those would be links and they're going to point to that landing page. And here's the trick. This is the mind blowing trick. In order to do that in most email marketing software and track, well, which one did they click on so that you can, um, like in ConvertKit, you could put a tag with them and tag them. Oh, this is customer type personal brand. This is customer type small business. This is customer type medium to large business. In order to do that, those links have to be unique. The URL has to be unique. 
Well, in the past, I was like, how do I do this? Do I really have to create a separate landing page for each one of those? The answer is no. I've tried this out in ConvertKit and it works flawlessly. I imagine it will work in most other software, email marketing software platforms. What you do is you use a UTM link. This is where you do not have to know what this means. Just trust me and you can go try this yourself. So I'll put a link to this in the show notes. But if you went to my website right now and went to RobbieF.com forward slash feedback, you'd see my little, you know, sample feedback page. So let's say I was doing this in an email. Now I need three different links to that page and a UTM link is a kind of link that marketers use to track things and track clicks and see where subscriber or see where, you know, website visitors are coming from. Did they come from a Facebook post? Did they come from a, you know, an ad we ran on Instagram? Is this coming from a Google ads thing? Did this come from some podcast episode I was on? The way you can do that is through a UTM link. And all that is, it's just extra code for a marketer to kind of track where somebody's coming from. It does not actually change the URL at all. And the way that works is you would go, so for me, you take whatever your URL is. In this case, it's RobbieF.com forward slash feedback. Then right in the URL and the address, you would add a question mark, UTM question mark UTM equals, and then whatever you put after that equal sign, it can actually be anything, doesn't matter. But I obviously want to coordinate that with whatever I'm tracking. So if I had those three examples, personal brand, small business, medium to large business, I would make the first link. So when someone clicks on the personal brand, I would direct that URL to RobbieF.com forward slash feedback question mark UTM equals personal brand, all one word or personal underscore brand, something like that. UTM equals personal brand. Okay. Then for my second link in that email that says, are you a personal brand with a link? Are you a small business? That would be, that would point them to RobbieF.com forward slash feedback question mark UTM equals small or small business, right? And that way I can go, oh, that's that's the one that goes with small. And when I click on it, I can tag them that accordingly in ConvertKit. And then for that third option, right? Or are you a medium to large size business? That would just point them to RobbieF.com forward slash feedback question mark, UTM equals large, let's say. And when they, those ConvertKit thinks those are three different links. When the subscriber clicks on any of those three links, it actually takes them to my same feedback page, right? And again, the message on my feedback page is generic. It gives them a benefit, but it's generic. It just says, thank you for your feedback. It helps ensure you get only the help you need, something like that. So I use that same feedback page like all over the place in in ConvertKit when I want to have my list self-segment for me. I don't have to go create a bunch more pages. I can literally just use that one page and by adding question mark UTM equals and then whatever I put put after that is unique, I can set up those kind of link triggers in my email marketing software to tag that person accordingly. So those are the three really simple steps. It's just that simple. Determine your buckets, 
how you want to sell, uh, how you want to segment your list. Again, that's usually by customer type. Then you go create a really simple feedback page. You can look at mine. I mean, mine took me like five minutes to, to create. And then step three, you add a survey question in your email. If you're giving away a lead magnet, it could be in that first email that offers them the lead, the uh, lead magnet and just, Hey, you know, thanks so much for downloading. Help me know a little bit more about you. Do you struggle with this, this, or this? That's how you would do it with the problem or pain point, or help me understand about more about you and your business. Are you a, you know, entrepreneur or solopreneur, small business, personal brand, whatever. So, you know, small, small business, large business. Each of those links, you just use that question mark UTM equals change what comes after that for all three of those. And that's your three unique URLs that your email marketing system needs in order to track those as unique addresses. Now, if your head may, I don't know, depends on how familiar you are with that UTM stuff, your head may be spinning. I will shoot a really short screen cap video if you're more of a visual learner. And I will put that in the show notes and you can go um, snag that link and I'll I'll walk you through visually so you can kind of see how that works. But hopefully that makes sense. It's really simple. Segmented emails sell more. So when you can pinpoint your message to the direct customer, it helps you speak to their needs, you know, far more directly rather than vaguely or generic. And obviously that then increases increases sales because your subscriber goes, oh, this is for me specifically. Not someone kind of like me, but this is actually for me. The way to do that is have them self-segment, and that's really easy to to set up in three simple steps. Determine your buckets of how you want to segment. Create a really simple landing page, like a feedback page that just says, you know, thanks, this helps me help you in some way, shape, or form. And then thirdly, in your email, you give them the option to click on a link to self-segment and you point that to that feedback page using that question mark UTM equals and then just make sure whatever comes after that is unique. I hope that helps you. This uh, really helped me. Once I finally figured this out, I was like, holy moly, does that save me a lot of time? And it enables me to ask my subscribers to segment without me going, man, I really would like to ask them here. Uh, but I don't want to go through all the pain of creating a landing page or finding the link and, and all that kind of stuff. This just skips you right ahead. You make one feedback page and you can use it over and over and over again with that little UTM trick. Thanks so much for joining me on this quick episode. Like I said, we'll do some more of these in the future. If you know anybody that you're like, holy cow, this would really help them, please uh, share this podcast with them. You can text this episode to them and say, hey, help me do this on my email list or let's do this on yours. Almost anybody can use this because almost anybody could benefit from segmenting their email list. So make sure you share that. Thanks so much. In the next episode, we've got some more Uh, interviews that we're doing. I've got uh, my friend Jeff and another good friend, Eugene. Those are coming down the pipeline and you're going to love what you learn. Jeff is a fantastic copywriter. Eugene is just like a genius and he's going to blow your mind with how your mind works and how to use it to make it start working for you. So I'm super excited for those. So keep your eye out. Until then, 
Go and build a life-giving brand. 